0: Welcome back to Edward here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Today is Wednesday, April 12th, the final... Wednesday of the regular season. we got two days left. A lot of teams finishing up here. they got one game left on their schedule. We're looking at a couple here tonight who do still have two games remaining on their schedule. We'll finish that up over the course of the next three days. And here on the EdgeWorks show, we will have playoff previews and everything like that once we start to get some of these matchups settled in. But it's kind of interesting as we've gone down the stretch, we had a few uh, teams locked into their playoff spots from very early on. We had one matchup locked in from basically... December and now we're into the point here where uh, it's actually kind of turned out to be kind of an interesting finish to the season right like we have actually a couple teams that we don't know who they're going to play and how that's going to finish out so at least we have that for drama to talk about down the stretch of the the regular season Uh, a couple like I'm trying to
1: (laughs) plan these like series uh, series preview videos I'm like I literally can't schedule a single one except for the Leafs Tampa like we have no one is slotted into their places right now it's wild.
0: Well, I mean, I almost did the Leafs intro, like that I do for the, my Leafs show, starting off the show here today. So I think you would have killed me if I did that. But uh, I would have been out. I would have um, well. been st- fine. I would have got,
1: a, <laughs> I would have just got my morning back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're still, we're still uh, excited riding high off of the Leafs win last night. I think so many as well. But uh, we'll have a bunch of things to talk about here during the course of today's show. Mo- not so much in terms of the games tonight as not the most interesting or exciting games on tonight's schedule. But uh, if you do have questions, questions about tonight's games you have your own bets that you're looking at uh, or you've placed already and you're wondering uh, our thoughts on them please feel free to fire them in the chat there as well while you're watching right now make sure to hit that subscribe button on the Edgework HQ YouTube channel make sure to like this stream while you are watching as so money always says smash it smash the like button very easy to do takes two seconds help support the show here and make help us continue to do content so we will continue to do that but few things on today's schedule including the games For tonight, we'll look at uh, uh, the Norris Trophy conversation, Uh, debating Eric Carlson there. Uh, Maybe we'll get into some Oilers talk. I mean, I'm sure that'll make some money happy, but Alex, let's start right away with the games tonight and if people want to uh, track the picks that we've given out through the course of the the show this year you can go and find those on the Edgerick hq account in the Betstamp app which you can find on ios and android as well as on the web you'll go there and you look up Edgework HQ in the find better section. You'll see very pretty sitting uh, up top there. Uh, Plus 429 win, of course, for Matt Russell's Blackhawks last night against the Pittsburgh Penguins, keeping uh, the Isles in the hunt here tonight for their game. But, of course, uh, we found that 429 by line shopping, and we think the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp to do so. Betstamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking Betstamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today, where you can find that iOS and Android, as well as signing up on web. If you are looking to sign up for a new sports book account, you see a book here to. That uh, we talk about that you don't have yet or you see a book that has crazy odds like yesterday we saw one of the books hanging minus 714 on the Pittsburgh Penguins money line to win against the blackhawks and you think oh wow i would have liked to bet pittsburgh but that price was a little ridiculous well you could have hopped over and found minus 475 somewhere else and uh if you don't have that book that's hanging minus 475 then you can sign up for it by using app slash edgework or using the link in the description all signing up through those books uh using that link helps support the show so Let's get into the games here today before we talk about some of the extracurricular stuff we have going on in the chat as well as some of the other things we have prepared for today. But starting with your Montreal Canadiens on the road tonight at the New York Islanders, the Habs coming into this are 4-6 and six in their last 10. They Their last game was uh, on Saturday night in a loss to the Leafs there. They're 14-23-3 on the road. Facing off against the Islanders here who are coming into this one with some desperation. Islanders are looking to clinch a playoff win here tonight with a win. Uh, They're one point up on Pittsburgh as it stands. They both have one game left, 5-4-1 in their last 10. And this team is 24-13-3 at home. Now we are looking at a big price here yet again tonight, minus 357. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on a huge price here for the Islanders? Does this make sense coming into this game, especially including the desperation factor? And on the flip side, the Habs likely more inclined to want to lose games from an organizational perspective than win games in their final few uh, to close out the regular season?
1: the whole so the whole like tanking thing Montreal wanted to lose I think that's more of a fans thing like maybe some people like higher up in the organization fans and like GM, yeah 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 right because like I mean half these guys playing for Montreal tonight are AHL players that are like playing for contracts playing for roster spots next year whatever yes. like this this game means a lot to the guys that'll be out there on the ice um Islanders I was like so disappointed on Monday night when they lost and I thought it was over for them because I really do want to see them make the playoffs. I know I'm kind of in the minority there. I think a lot of people don't want to see them in. Um, I'm the type of guy who absolutely loves like seeing a goalie get just like scorching hot and steal a series or at least make series interesting. And like, you know, you're getting caved in like outshot 45 to 15 every night and somehow, uh, you know, you're hanging around forcing a game seven. I think that if the Islanders can make the first wild card. If they can leapfrog Florida, they'll play Carolina and, you know, we'll get into these series previews, but I think that the Isles will, uh, will give them a serious run for their money. That would be a fun series. Yeah. Pretty sure the Islanders can clinch with a point tonight though. I think they only Is it just a point. Cause they have the regulation. win. Winning- they have the regulation, they have more, they have four more regulation wins. Um, so yeah, they will one point and they are in the playoffs tonight. Um, That's correct. And, we saw it last night with Pittsburgh. We saw it, we see it every year where like these teams have these must win games, like just because they must win does not mean they do win. Um, yeah. It's always like a lot more tense and these guys always make it, you know, way less straightforward than it should be. Uh, you know, you're holding your stick a little tighter, you so much at stake, whereas you have this team coming in playing loose, just looking to play spoiler, like doesn't really matter for them it's always, like, they're, like, these kind of these banana peel games where, like, I think the Islanders ultimately get what they need from this one, but, like, plus one and a half on Montreal, like, plus 123, I, I kind of like that. Uh, just, like, and it's very narrative-y and whatnot, but, like, I mean, honestly, I think it's honestly not narrative too, though, because just based on price, like, this this Isles price is entirely down to the fact that they have to win this game. I mean, if this was, like, yeah. a, a regular game in, like, the middle of January. Um, this would not be, you know, they would not be minus 368, you know, they wouldn't be minus 390, 385 across the board. Like, no chance. You're looking more at like minus two fifty, maybe, uh, minus two forty, whatever. So, like, yeah, I think that there's also value here. And like, just cause they have to win this game does not mean they're gonna go out there and win six one.
0: Yeah. All right. So we'll lock in the plus one and a half, plus one twenty-three here for the show. Um, Alex, I'm kind of curious. You, you brought up there, okay, yeah, the price is this because they have to win this game. Uh, I, I think they are in a little bit of different points uh, in their season in terms of just how the two teams are playing mm-hmm. as well. So that's kind of where you're going to see some of that uh, distance. But how much do you like really feel le- uh, the price gets influenced by desperation, uh, whether it be the books setting a line, the people betting into the line to shape the market? like How much of that actually is determined and pushed and influenced by de- a desperation for an IELTS team where people are looking saying hey they have to win tonight they have to do this they have to get a point and then they start betting IELTS money line it starts getting pushed like where if you were to just kind of even say like a, a guess of how much that gets moved and influenced
1: uh, quite a bit because like i think that it starts with the bookmakers who are setting these lines and like they're not it, it gets baked in right from the start, right? You're not setting just like a yeah, standard yeah. line like you would for a regular game in January. Like that definitely plays a bit of a part. So you're getting a bit of an inflated line right to begin with. And then everyone's seeing it, you know, everyone is throwing it into their parlays, everyone's throwing it into like everyone's betting it, everyone's minus one and a half. Like, oh, they need to win, minus two and a half. Like, you know, um, you know, Brock Nelson anytime goal. This guy anytime, like it's just like so <laughs> walking shutout, like it's just like, and it just gets pounded into oblivion. Then the of li- liability is so high for the book that they have to keep moving the line so like yeah i think it, it's like significant how much of that is uh is baked into what the current price is and you see it in every sport like we see it in football in like week 18 where a team has to win and like they're like favored by like nine and a half points over like a team that they would never be favored by that much over uh you know in a regular you know a regular sunday same thing and like baseball late in the season like there's so many Right. instances of this like across all sports i don't follow the nba whatsoever but i can just imagine that it's <laughs> the exact same thing there um so like yeah, yeah. It, it definitely it definitely comes into play and uh i'm sure we'll see it a bunch tomorrow too like we saw it last night with pittsburgh like how, what has pittsburgh done lately i mean okay the now the Blackhawks are especially bad but like what has Pittsburgh done this season to warrant laying 520 against an AHL team? You know, <laughs> like that's like that's insane. The Penguins have been brutal and we're going to like they're going to be minus 520 favorites over anyone that's wild. man. I wouldn't take them over my men's league team at minus 520.
0: <laughs> yeah i know that price was absolutely absurd when we saw that come up yesterday the second i saw that price pop up on the screen i knew what we, that we were gonna have a bet and i knew matt was gonna be the one taking Oh, i knew that,
1: that, that the day before <laughs> well, the day before when we announced matt was coming back from vacation i'm like it's gonna be an hour show he's gonna bet every big underdog like it locking. was an hour show <laughs> yeah yeah you don't even have to watch you just know what's coming
0: yeah um Yeah. And I see here in the chat, Jordan Mosel saying draw season. Well, uh, taking a look here at the odds and where this one's at on it, plus 430 for regulation time draw. Would you have any interest in that at all? I know that the the regulation time, the draws isn't something we've like done too much outside of Alex B. Smith, who's done them. But uh, uh, where would you be at kind of looking at that price?
1: I have no idea how to like price those or anything like that. So I'm not sure. But I also think that from a narrative perspective, like I think that that makes a lot of sense. Like if if we're talking about like a tight game late, um, I mean it it can get to a point where like the Islanders are you know it's two two or one one late in the game, like no chance the Islanders are taking any risk to go and win the game in regulation when they know a point will get them in the playoffs, right? Like you right. could see like one of those really like tame sort of third periods where they're just kind of going through the motions. Sorokin maybe has to like come up with a couple big saves because of the fact that they're playing so cautious. Like if you're in a tense game uh in the third if you're in a close game in the third period, then yeah, I think that's like super, super live at that point. Um I think that we won't see the Islanders like take any chances uh yeah. trying to like what's the what's the point in winning a regulation for them, right? It makes no difference. Um they I don't think they so they're they don't so Florida has the tiebreaker over them. So the only way that they could leapfrog Florida on a is if Florida gets one point from their last game and the Islanders win uh in In regulation regulation. they have to win in regulation tonight and then the panthers get one point that's the way they win a tiebreaker otherwise obviously if like they just get uh if they win in regulation shootout overtime whatever and florida loses in regulation then the honors leapfrog them but yeah like i just there's no reason for them to push late in this game
0: yeah okay fair enough um i see here some some uh more generic questions in the chat and so many obviously bringing up the oilers we go we're going to save all those till the end after we wrap up the game previews for tonight and then we'll go through the stuff in the chat so if you do have questions like generic questions about prices or how to bet playoffs and things like that we can kind of answer some of those towards the end of the show uh those will be some things that we can wrap up with but we're not ignoring them it's more just we'll leave it to then and then do it all all at once uh uh, let's move on to, well, also actually, by the way, just Moreto, I don't know if you saw this, but So Money saying here, Leaves versus Islanders Eastern Conference Final. Uh, <laughs> I love So Money. True. I love
1: So Money so much. Um, but if he keeps tweeting, we are all Leaves at you, I'm going to have to mute him and you on Twitter until the Leaves are officially out of the playoffs in two weeks, okay? That's just where I'm at right now in my life. <laughs>
0: uh fair enough yeah i can understand that last night i prompted him to do it i asked him for the tweet, tweet okay. i'm saying say the line say the <laughs> line <laughs> uh, all right next game here uh in terms of significance it's not too much although that being said dallas does have an opportunity as they currently sit second in the central uh they them and colorado both have two games remaining they're a point back of colorado so you could hop them in the standings wise uh here you do have four less regulation uh Excuse me, you have three more regulation time wins for Dallas on the season as well so far to this point. So uh, any wins that they can get, they could possibly find themselves ahead of Colorado come come down to uh, start of playoffs here. But currently sitting second, they are seven and one in their last 10. They're on a four game win streak coming into this one. Being pretty good on the road so far this year, 24-11-5. Facing off against the St. Louis team, 6-3-1 and in their last 10. The last game was a loss to Minnesota, 5-3. And now looking at this here, minus 156 for Dallas on the road tonight against St. Louis. Would you have any, any plays in this game? Is there any way that you would look at this one where you could be enticed to have a bet tonight?
1: I don't. I don't have any bet here. Um, like... I kind of want to get on St. Louis, but yeah, like Dallas does need this. And like, they're going to, the motivation will be there. Like, you don't have to worry about that. They, they're they going to want to win the division. Like the difference between playing. Well, I mean, honestly, the difference, how big is the difference between playing Minnesota and playing um, like Seattle? It's not massive. Yeah. I guess that the big thing would be like potentially home ice in the second round, which is, which is probably, I think a lot more, you're going to want to play for that more so than you will that first round matchup. Cause I don't think that matters either way. Uh, yeah, I'd rather, mind you. I would rather play Seattle. I don't think, I think Seattle is kind of a fake team. Um, but, but yeah, I, you're not going to look at it that
0: way. So too.
1: yeah, big goaltending difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would rather the, just the experience factor too. Like they just don't quite have it. I think there've been a little smoke and mirrors this year. Um, yeah, I, I just don't have a plan on this game though. Like they need it, but I just, I'm not willing to, to kind of bet it at this price. I don't mind, how the blues have been playing Um, you know, they're like, they, they're playing for pride. They're taking things seriously. They're not just laying down and and getting steamrolled every night. Uh, So I don't mind it. Um, If this like keeps getting again, like with the whole like Dallas needing to win thing to win the division, if this price keeps getting like driven up maybe over the course of, uh, of the day and we end up getting something like, I mean, and it was down earlier, so I'm not sure if that will be the case, but like if money does pour in throughout the day on, on Dallas and we get like a plus, you know, one fifty five, one sixty on St. Louis. Um, I know there's a plus one fifty on SIA right now, but uh right. that's less, you know, I don't know if they'll take my three dollar bet. Um <laughs> so <laughs> so if they if we can get like a regular like plus one fifty somewhere, I think that uh that that's a decent uh that's a decent look. That that's maybe where I'd end up, but I'm not really betting Dallas here.
0: Yeah, and just for people out there if you are in uh canada then you will have that open to you that plus 150 is available I'm not sure like Moretto said there how much you might be able to get down on it but it's there uh, and relative to market it is a good 10 cents better than the next best price that is widely available for people uh, so you can check that out. Um, but yeah, and I see here, most Jordan Mosso saying Hofer versus Wedgwood expected. I see Wedgwood was confirmed. Uh, Hofer likely, but yes. Okay. No, no plays in that one. And then uh, final game of the night, San Jose at Calgary, quite literally a game. That means nothing. Uh, Calgary finally eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, they just couldn't find ways to get it done all year long. They basically lost. I think I was looking at it the other day. They lost an opportunity to have like 30 something points just by losing in overtimes and shootouts throughout the course of this year like there was a tremendous amount of points lost for them for them on this season in uh, in extra time the Calgary Flames basically kind of choked this one away uh, with those opportunities and you get yourself into the position like that well it's going to be much harder to get yourself into a playoff spot now. Six two and two in their last ten. They are on a two game losing streak at ho- uh, at home here tonight against San Jose. San Jose on a four game losing streak. Calgary favored minus two thirty three. Is this uh, is this a fair price for Calgary here tonight, <laughs> Moreto?
1: Just like I mean, <laughs> uh, are they going to show up and like? now that the pressure's off and they're done, they're just going to come out and win this game for the sake of it and whatever, nothing matters now. Or are they going to just like, how do you show up to the rink after getting officially eliminated from playoff contention and like expect to play a game like that? I just have no idea what to expect from Calgary tonight. They've been such a weird team all year. Um, It's, it's San Jose or nothing. There's no chance I'm laying anything with Calgary in this game. Um, You know, this could be a case where like, if you want to get a little like frisky, uh, I would even look at, like, a Sharks minus one and a half if they're going to have, like, the Flames just completely come in and lay down and not care yeah. whatsoever about this game. Like, because there is a chance that they come in and just fully don't give a shit about being on the ice tonight, and um and that, you know, reflects in the final score. So, like, if you want to have some fun late in the season here, I uh, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all.
0: Like my Hawks, Black Hawks minus one and a half last night. Wasn't did you lay it? Locked in, but I said, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. Hawks all minus right. one and a half. Don't worry, I said. Watch out for that one. Don't on worry show. about and then it. And after <laughs> I came back and I texted one of my buddies, I said, Jay, just so you know, I'm going Hawks. I had obviously the Hawks money line there. I thought that price is just way too far yeah. out, so it was a little bit of a, a just a smaller bet on that. And then I was like, all right, you know what. I'm going in on this one. I'm committing. I think if the... Because part of it to me too was like if the Hawks are winning, Pittsburgh's obviously going to be desperate. We're going to see a goalie pull uh, I didn't know if I could trust the skill on the Hawks to be able to convert on an empty net. Like, <laughs> I was like, these yeah, guys, I these guys are still
1: NHL players. I us <laughs> keep that in mind. They're well, still NHL players.
0: Well, some of them. I mean, some did you them. look yeah, at the Hawks true. roster yesterday? There was some names I have never seen before in my life popping up, but yes, I'm not trying to disrespect, but yes. Uh, yeah. It was interesting, but yeah, I had the minus one and a half. So I felt good about that. Uh, but, yeah you can check that out uh like jordan mosel saying your abs minus one and a half sharks minus one and a half locked and loaded there you go that's a good way to have fun with this on tonight but uh so we do have one official bet oh sorry put that back up
1: yeah my bad this um this is true too. dustin wolf dustin wolf is going to be playing tonight for uh for calgary so that'll be uh that'll be interesting to see um i think he's like not even he's 21 years old uh I don't know like a ton about him. Other than that, um, he's got red hair. I know that. Um, And uh, he's like, no, he's a, he's a good goalie though. He's uh he's, he's having a a heck of a season in the AHL. So he's going to make his NHL debut. Um, So he'll be motivated at least, you know, that'll be fun to see him play. Uh, Is Sutter going to, you know, Get out, out, out off the ice on the first period and uh, in the locker room and just completely ream them for letting in like a soft goal early on and just completely shatter this kid's confidence. Like that's also a possibility. And then, hey, San Jose minus one and a half is back in play. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that will be uh, interesting to follow I don't know tonight's gonna be more of a quiet night in the NHL for me I'm not gonna I'll tune into the Isles game see how those guys are doing maybe trying to watch uh, Dallas and see what's up with them and Jason Robertson how he close looks to close out the season but otherwise it's not gonna be too much of an intent uh, le- uh NHL watch night for me tonight but uh, Maretta, we do have here. We'll recap the picks and then we have a couple of things I want to get to to close this one out. But, uh, starting here with our one and only pick of the night. And if you want to see all the picks I've been given out on the show throughout the course of the year, again, you can find us in the Bet Stamp app in the Find Better section as Edgewick HQ. But, one and only pick tonight the Montreal Canadiens plus one and a half plus 123 for a full unit. That is the Montreal Canadiens plus one and a half. Plus 123 for a full unit. And here you go. So, uh, so money saying, hopefully Sutter knows his name. Hopefully Sutter knows his <laughs> name tonight. Uh, that would be a bit embarrassing. Yes, that's for sure. But maybe
1: we have get... a, we have, we have an official Edgeworth pick from the chat to uh, an over six and a half, I think uh, plus money in the, in the Dallas St. Louis game.
0: All right. There it you looks go. looks like so... it.
1: There you go. If you were looking for an extra bet, then, uh, then we could provide, you got one there.
0: Over six and a half plus money currently available on uh, Pinnacle there. Uh, you can obviously look around and find sixes over six and a half uh, plus 105 on Betway if you have access to those. And again, if you want to sign up for any of these sports books that you see here on screen, like this plus 105, that is even better than the plus what was at 101 on Pinnacle. You can find that on Betway. And if you want to sign up, uh, you can use the link in the description of this video or go to Thought app. Slash edge working. So money saying grab those sixes. So there you go. You grab the sixes <laughs> in that game. Um all right, couple things that were sent in the chat, some more generic stuff. I'm gonna start uh so money. I mean we talk about the oilers every day, so we're gonna push that one off. And you're on the show tomorrow. I know you're gonna talk about the oilers tomorrow. Like there is zero percent chance they don't get brought up, <laughs> but we'll start with Mike Bromberg here asking when it comes to playoff series betting, what type of bets do you guys feel are pro bets versus joe bets alex i'll start with you because i will be very honest with people watching it there uh i have not really bet too many series stuff before and when i did it was more like getting into it myself so it was introductory stuff for me learning the ropes of series betting and i did that last year it's going to be something i do this year i'm more game to game props that kind of stuff futures if they're out there uh so i'll leave this one to you to kind of discuss how to attack the market, pro versus Joe, maybe if you have an opinion on that as well.
1: Oh. Sorry, I just so had a, We're a, a video from a, <laughs> I had another video from uh, another tab that just started playing like in the background. It just scared the shit out of me. Um, okay. Um I, pro, yeah, proverse Joe bets. Um I don't think that like they fully exist when it comes to series betting um, limits aren't like crazy high for those type of bets. Like they would be on a game to game basis. So I'm just not sure much of uh, how much of that I consider like pro versus Joe. But like one thing I do like to bet a lot um, that I see kind of getting good prices on usually just cause I think that there's a lot of people betting the other way. So maybe that can, you know, factor into this. I'm not necessarily considering myself a pro here where it's like a, a pro versus Joe situation, but I know that a lot of people lay, it was like minus one and a half all the time with these like big series favorites, um, these one seeds, whatever, minus two and a half sometimes are like, you know, juiced. Uh, you can get the plus two and a half, plus one and a half a lot. Like I do that a lot. I did that last year with Dallas. I did that last year with LA. Um, they both cashed against Edmonton and Calgary. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll probably be depending on who they play like and what this prices are obviously because we don't necessarily have prices yet, but I'll probably be doing that for the Islanders this year. Uh against Boston, maybe if I can get a nice plus two and a half and against Carolina, plus one and a half for sure for me will be something I'll look at. So like I think that that's one angle that um, you know, you don't always have to just like look at the straight minus three fifty series price. Oh, that's too much. So I'm gonna take a minus one and a half at you know, minus one seventy, like there's often a lot of value on uh on the other side of that. It, it's not, you know, it's not so straightforward to just win a playoff series running away. Uh, especially when you have like those, you know, those underdog teams are usually at home in game six. Um, and you know, it's, you're getting a decent, a good price in the plus one and a half when, you know, they're going to be at home in a situation to keep the series alive. Like they're usually, uh, usually pretty good ways. I like to look at things.
0: You want to know a dumb bet that I had last year in the playoffs? (laughs) Yes. Uh, so (laughs) I had I thought the Oilers were a fraudulent team just based on goaltending. I didn't think they had the depth, and I really didn't trust that defense that they had. And I thought, like, obviously McDavid is the best player, hands down. Like, that is not without question. And he was playing out of his mind last year in the playoffs. But I was like, I kept looking at it being like, man, I think that they're getting by based on McDavid carrying this and I don't think that this can last. So I was kind of waiting to fade that when they were going in the series against Colorado. I really thought to myself like I can't see them winning more than a game here. Like I think Colorado cleans this up. So I had an exacta uh, on the series at 4 to 1 Colorado game four comes around and I found myself sitting there cheering for the Oilers to win and I hated it because I did not want the <laughs> Oilers to win because I wanted it to like my point proven of like yes they are this fraudulent team so I'm sitting there like half cheering for the Oilers so that I can win the bet because I thought Colorado would clean it up in the next game but then uh, yeah that that kind of stunk because then you obviously get the su- sweep and I looked at it yeah. after I'm just like what, like what was I doing what was that <laughs>
1: Uh, um so. one other actually you know what that reminds me one other you just mentioned uh something and that kind of triggered it. Um <laughs> one other bet I love to make that is like typically a gold mine every playoffs and um it's uh hopefully gonna be a gold mine again this year is just betting against the Leafs in game seven. It's always uh yeah. it's always <laughs> come, t- come on. I had to, I had to, I had to. No, I will uh, say
0: this. I will say this. <laughs> it is just like a glitch like it's it's like you could just lock that you could lock that in and then just run away with money every year but yeah i'll i'll give you that but when i first started betting this is like story time for me learning and being an idiot betting stuff I've told the story on circles off if people listen to that. But when the first year that I started betting, um, it was March Madness with the year John ja Morant uh, was in the uh, was in the tournament with Murray State. The very first yeah. bet I ever placed was on Murray State to win that first game, and it was like some big plus money, and it won. It won obviously, and I walked away from it being like this is easy. Like I know how to, I know how to do this. Like I can win money forever, whatever. Uh, I actually ended up, I, I, st- that account, I can still honestly tell you, I never had to redeposit from going uh, bust in that account. I, I can tell you that honestly. <laughs> uh, but other accounts, not the same, that account. Yes, I can tell you that if three, six, five, the OG, and that year I actually ended up winning a good amount of money, like leading up to the playoffs. Game seven, Leafs Bruins. I had like all these player props. I'm like, Matthews loaded up goals, like all this stuff. Leafs money lines. I had like half my account on Leafs money line. And uh, I walked away from that one. Say I had like 150 bucks in the account. I, I walked away from that game, just that game, with five bucks in the account. <laughs> and i was like this is rough like that was my first experience of like what a mistake <laughs> like, yeah uh, yeah but then battled back with just like dollar bets two dollar bets and, and won, won myself back out of that hole so that was uh, that experience but it is what it i bet is you won't make that mistake again No, I actually have actively (laughs) avoided betting on the Leafs in game sevens. I just don't touch the game. I say, I'll sit here and feel the pain uh, just from fandom and not financially of these games because I don't trust them. So yeah, yeah. I was,
1: I was talking to Feinberg about that on um, our watch along. I was like, I couldn't believe when he said he bets on the chargers. Like for those who don't know Jeff Feinberg, diehard, diehard chargers fan. He bets on the chargers in the playoffs. I'm like, and he's like diehard, like, like, you know, like you are for the Leafs, like I am for the Habs. I'm like, is that not like enough? Uh, For me, I know I lost my shirt and I didn't care. I was so happy when Montreal played the Leafs in the COVID year, in the playoffs. I, like, at, like, stupid prices, like, minus 220s, minus, you know, 190s, whatever, I unloaded on the (laughs) Leafs every single game because the stress of, like, the thought of losing to the Leafs in the playoffs and, like, all my friends just, like, being in my ear forever, it was just so horrifying that... I was like, I need at least something out of this. Um, and I would gladly pay all that money again for the Habs to win that series. So,
0: Yeah, yeah uh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, I did not bet on that. And yeah, it's uh, at least I saved myself from that. Because the pain that we felt otherwise and the pain that I felt from my friend. I have one friend who is like an active Habs fan. And I remember doing my post-game video for my Leaf show. And while I was trying to record it, I have him sending me Snapchat videos screaming at me, being like, (laughs) "Philly, you loser. (laughs) Like, the Leafs suck. And I was just like, I'm already in enough pain, man. Like, I don't need this right now. But, yeah, that was tough. Uh, Another question here from Mike Bromberg. Outside of futures bets, at the beginning of the season, I avoid betting on the teams I follow. It never ends well. Uh yeah, I find that uh, often it's it hasn't ended well. Like usually for the Leafs, even just single game bets for me, it's something where I try to avoid just because I know I have to sit and watch them. But unless you guys can talk me into something on the shows in the morning, then that's when I'm like, okay, fine, I'll get behind this one. Yeah, I'm so I'm a, I'm a lot more above. against the Bruins. That was tough.
1: <laughs> I'm an emotional hedge kind of guy when it comes to my team. That's you know regular season whatever, but like if there's like big games. I'm just going to blindly bet the other way. doesn't matter what the price is. You could have given me Leafs minus 600 in Game 7. I still would have bet it just for the sake of, of not being able to live with it uh, otherwise.
0: <laughs> All right, let's uh, wrap up the show here. I want to do one thing just for fun, just because we saw the Hawks win last night uh, and it pushes them out of the pushes them out of that very bottom of the NHL there. And uh, obviously, in the NHL, the odds to get your uh, to get the first overall pick are very uh, rooted in your place in the standings. And now with Montreal Canadiens in fifth last right now, fifth best odds to get Connor Bedard, Moreto just for the fun of it. I do, do want it. to do an NHL draft lottery sim. If anybody wants to do these themselves, I'll, I'll just quick plug on this one. Tankathon.com. It's fun. You can this is the these. official one. This is the official yeah, one. Yes. <laughs> Come so, on. One, one sim and that's all you get. Here we go. Wow. That Montreal was very unofficial. That doesn't count. Place. That doesn't <laughs> it count. doesn't count. Okay. And the show and the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. The Columbus blue jackets walking away with Connor Bedard as it seems right now. But I just wanted to do that to close this one out as we get closer and closer to the end of the regular season. I, I actually, I want
1: to ask you, I do want to ask you quickly before, just like purely oh. your opinion, where do you want to see Connor Bedard next year? Like if you had a choice, like, and for me, I'll say like Montreal out of the equation, um, if you know, if that wasn't an option, whatever, where would you want yeah. him to go? For you it can be an option, but I know you won't say that anyway, so
0: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't want him to go to Montreal, but it's 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 more just because of like being a Leaves fan, what well, you would have to hear about him. Uh so per like personal perspective, no. I think for the NHL it would be good for him to be there in a Canadian market. Um you know, I'm looking at where it's at with like the lottery sim here and the teams that he could possibly go to. San Jose, no. Anaheim, no. I don't want to see him in those places because we're never going to hear about him, um, and their teams aren't going to be that good for a, a little while still, I don't think. Like, yeah, Anaheim could be fun with all the kids there, but I still think it will be quiet. Arizona, probably not as well. I don't think I want to see him go there. I think... Narrative wise, it could be funny, and I wouldn't mind it. I I don't know that I want like want to see him go to a specific team, but I wouldn't mind it if he went to Chicago. I know yeah. that's a little ridiculous, but like remember Sid and Malkin coming in and taking in the new era after um like uh who Yager and Lemieux kind of left through. They mm-hmm. were the big two, and then Sid and Crosby kind of carried over and bridged that gap, and then they had success after the fact. I, I think it would, there would be something kind of cool to it if he pushed in the new era of Chicago. And part of it is Chicago is a big market, but when that team sucks, their fandom kind of stinks. Like their yeah. their coverage and everything there kind of stinks. And if you can at least give them some life of having that kid there, I think that that would be kind of cool to have. I, I don't know. That's kind of the one team I look at that's in the bottom. And I think that would be kind of fun. Is there a team yeah. for you? Obviously yeah, the halves. Yeah. You'd love for that. Well, yeah, play. but I'm
1: saying if Montreal was out of the equation, I I for me it would be Chicago. An original six team. Yeah. Like good market um out of the east, which is always nice as well. I'd prefer to not have him in the Eastern Conference if we can uh, avoid him. And it looks like, I mean, if he's gonna come to the East, it's basically gonna be Columbus or Montreal at this point. So Yeah. Uh I don't want to would... see
0: him in Columbus. I do not.
1: No, I, I also I can't stand Zegris, so I don't want him. Uh, I don't want him in Anaheim either. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just have no interest. I love Anaheim when they're good; like their fans are awesome. I used to love those Getzlaf Perry teams; like they were great. But uh, I'm down for him to go to the Blackhawks. And uh, I mean,
0: well, yeah. So I, I, I mean, was going to ask you next. There's a three
1: percent chance. There's a three percent chance. I would be down for that. I would be very down for that. I, I just don't think it's realistic, just because how would they have like a three three and a half percent chance? But I would love to see him go to play in vancouver that would be awesome uh, i know a lot of Canucks fans out there that. i think that they're uh they're they're good fans they're fun fans they've been through a lot and uh yeah. they're still going through a lot so that would, be <laughs> cool. that would be cool to see him uh him go to vancouver
0: i'm fine with him going to vancouver too that's one team i'm like yep yeah, i could be cool with that i'm not gonna actively brute for him to go to vancouver though especially just still a canadian team it would kind of be like one of those ones you know they're gonna be on you all the time over it but Still, I would be. I think that would be a cool place for him to go. Is there one team here to put it back on you now that you would absolutely just hate for him to go? Like the worst possible team that he could go to?
1: Mm, Maybe Washington. I don't want to go to Washington. I don't want him to go to Washington. Washington's had enough. They had like they just got Ovechkin for so long. Like I'm not down for that. Uh, Columbus, too. Like I I feel so bad saying that because like. Columbus has done nothing wrong to anyone ever, but it's just like Columbus. Like, I don't know. Their fans are honestly awesome too. When they're, even when they're not good, their fans are still like pretty awesome, but I just, I just can't, I just can't see them in Columbus. Like they just all do respect to Columbus. They feel like such an irrelevant team. They felt like that for so long. It's just like, it just, I don't know. Maybe Berdard is like the one who brings them to relevance. And then, you know, all of a sudden like puts Columbus fully on the map, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to see them, Columbus. What about you?
0: Well, if I'm going through Leafs lenses, it's Montreal because it's going to be sickening to have to like deal for with sure. that and hear for that. Sure. Uh, but like as an NHL perspective, just general hockey, again, like I said, I think it would be great for the NHL for him to be in Montreal. Like actually incredible. Uh, I think one team to not continue to pile on would be. Uh, I actually think Jordan Musa is onto something here with Philadelphia. I don't want to see him go to Philadelphia, but I <gasps> Philly think fans are awesome though. I know the Philly scumbags out there though. I don't know; it would just be kind of annoying. But I think they'd be it would be, it would be on low on my list. Arizona is the team I really don't want to see him go to. I just don't want to see that fan base or that not the fan base not it's not anything against the fans it's it's the franchise I don't want to see the franchise be rewarded from Gary's persistence of you got to stay there like it, it's kind of embarrassing that they're playing in a university arena and he's just force feeding this this is a team who's quite literally racking up LTIR guys who are never playing again so that they can meet the cap floor like they won't even spend to the floor and we're sitting here watching teams and I'm not saying this to like complain about the like the cap is what it is we're watching teams have to dance around the cap and do recalls and ltirs to stay under it you've got teams like half the NHL is willing to spend over the cap you're telling me the Habs mm-hmm. tomorrow morning wouldn't spend over the cap to, to make their team better like they would spend a, with you a billion the dollars, cap. right I'm
1: so down to obliterate the cap
0: yeah and it's here so that Arizona can stay relevant or stay in the league and yet despite the fact that he's made this a thing like I have a beef with Gary over this because it's nothing against the fans in Arizona, but it's just it's not like it's not working. And he refuses to move it, continues to try to like force feed the situation and putting Bedard there, I feel like he's gonna like justify it to Gary. And I don't wanna I don't want that to happen.
1: Putting Bedard and Matthews there will uh will be nice oh, though. Oh my god. I, I
0: I will say honestly, like I put legitimately like a one percent chance that he goes to Arizona. Yeah, no, there's he's a chance going to LA. You're right, he's going. But to like LA. okay i i I honestly think if he's leaving toronto it's la or like the rangers if they find a way like it's not arizona he's not going to arizona i'm telling like i honestly believe that it's like a one percent but that's fair
1: that's fair and you know what you're worried about potentially bedard going to montreal but like I was worried about Matthews going to Toronto, but like sometimes things just work out like these, you know, maybe these guys just aren't winners in the end. You never know what they're going to oh turn out to God. be. So all, I right, just... all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs>
0: <laughs> were you more worried about McDavid possibility to Toronto or Matthews possibility to Toronto um, at the time? Oh, the time. oh, oh,
1: oh, McDavid, definitely McDavid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Well, how yeah. are you going to feel when he comes to Toronto as a free agent?
1: That's what my, that's whatever <laughs> helps you guys sleep at night. Like you guys can just, you know, good for you. Keep telling yourself whatever you need to. It's all good. I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy for all you right. guys.
0: Thanks. Thanks all right that'll wrap up today's show as we get into the playoffs here we will have more videos coming out here on the channel talking about individual series bets as Murado talked about we're going to break down each series the prices some of these other markets that we can look at in terms of um spreads on series uh Player points. There's all those different things that'll pop up. So we'll give all those different bets out and preview each series as we approach the playoffs here. As we approach uh the start of those next Monday, April 17th. So very excited about that. So you can find that all here on the edgework channel. But to everyone who followed along here today, the the one bet we gave out the Habs plus one and a half plus 123 tonight against the New York Islanders. So uh, that is our one and only bet for tonight. But Thank you to everyone who watched the show today. Alex, thank you for hopping in here last minute. appreciate you doing this. Uh, For everyone else, we will see Alex and So Money back here tomorrow morning at 10.30 Eastern time, and hopefully we will see you guys back here as well uh, for more picks and previews as we wrap up the regular season. Good luck on your bets tonight.